All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 31 of the Last One Fast One podcast. We have a fantastic guest tonight, uh, Tori Husk. She just swam at the 2023 World Championships, uh, bronze medal on the 100 fly, and racked up a couple medals um, on the relays as well. Um, Tori, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. And um, Luke, Luke is back, everyone. We're, We're freaking stoked to have Luke in the house. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Uh, I've been out for a little bit at the academy. They had us run in dock, and so we had nothing for quite a while. Uh, yeah, but Tori, just kind of take us through the hundred fly at Worlds, like prelims, finals, kind of leading up to it. Full story. Yeah. Um. So the hundred fly, I think that generally, as like the meet goes on, like prelims, semis, finals, I always have the mentality of like getting faster throughout, and that is what I did. Obviously, I would have liked to like have gone a best time or have been a little bit faster, but I think that this will honestly be good for me just because it kind of showed me what I need to work on in this coming year leading up to trials and then hopefully the Olympics. So yeah, the first before prelims, I always say that like your first event in prelims is probably the most nerve wracking in a way. I mean, there is something different about like a final that's nerve wracking, but just like the first event in the unknown is always kind of scary in my opinion. So once I had that first race out of the way, it kind of calmed me a little bit and semis and then finals, I just got a little bit faster each time. So yeah. For sure. Yeah, I can imagine that scene. Um, what are a couple like specific things that you think you do want to work on um, that you took from the 100 flat? Yeah, so I think that my back half needed a lot of work and I was kind of dying in it. Um, And then also my turns and like just like into my walls, I think that I typically tend to glide a little bit too much. So I'm definitely going to work on that a little bit more this year. And also my underwaters, which we've already started doing in practice. Greg's having me do so many (laughs) of my walls right now at the beginning of the season just to like um, kind of, um, oh, not like overdo it, but like do more right now than I would in a race, just so that it's easier later. I gotcha. Do you have like a specific example of like a set or something that um, he has you do that relates to underwaters? Yeah. Today we did some, I think they were 150s short course, and I just had to do like eight kicks off each wall and just like focus on good habits since we're kind of just like getting back into the swing of things. And then yesterday he had me do, I think it was like, I don't remember the set exactly. I'm, I have like a very bad memory when it comes to this stuff, but like during the kick set and then it was like a little bit like of an IM set, we would like build up the number of kicks and it got to, I think like 14, which was like a lot for me at least. And in kick sets, I do think it's easier to do a lot of kicks off the walls, but yeah, we've been really doing a lot of that lately. Yeah, compared to like 14, how much would you say you do like your race, say at like Worlds? In my race, in my 100 flat, I do nine off my start and then 10 off my wall. So it's definitely more than what I would normally do. And then short course, I don't remember what I do, but I don't know. I think I do 10 off all of my walls. So, yeah. Gotcha. There you go. What's um one piece of advice you'd give to a listener who wants to like improve their time in their 100 fly? Um... <laughs> I feel like it's just like constant dedication, like showing up to practice and like focusing on the little details and not being afraid of like the hard work. 
For sure. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take a step back from world championships. Luke jumped the gun a little bit, but that's all right. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the Pac-12, um, the Pac-12 as a conference. So you swim at Stanford. You're taking, you're taking the year off, right? Yeah, I'm registering this year. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, I listened to your Swim Swam podcast, and I was like, yeah. uh, I'm trying to ask different questions than Swim Swam. Yeah. So that's what we're shooting for here. Um, okay, sounds good. What is like... What do you, what's your major at Stanford? I'm going to be design. It used to be product design, but they recently got a new design school. So this is like kind of like a mix of engineering and then also like sustainability, I think is the route I want to go, or I might go the oceans route. I'm not really sure. Very, so yeah. very cool. That that's um interesting. I was wondering um kind of what are your thoughts on like, you know, the, after this year, it sounds like the Pac-12 like might not be a thing, right? I mean, there'd be what three teams left in in women's swimming. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Destro Machines. Unlock your true swimming potential with the ultimate training companion, the Destro Swim Tower. Designed by a former Olympic trials contender, this tower brings elite power resistance training to all swimmers, regardless of budget. Their swim meter timer adds precision to your reps making practice both competitive and thrilling. Safety is paramount. Experience unmatched stability and sleek design. The marine-grade pulleys ensure smooth resistance, no more rope hassle. Crafted with pride in the USA, the Destro Tower is your path to greatness. Elevate your training today and make waves like never before. Um. Yeah, I mean, I like to joke that all the like Pac-12 gear that we get is going to be like so vintage in just like three years just because it's not going to exist anymore. For sure. But it honestly is... <laughs> kind of scary just because I don't know where we're going to end up. And I feel like the unknown is always kind of scary. And I just don't know what it's going to mean for like Stanford athletics and all the teams. Um, It kind of, it obviously sucks what's happening right now, but um, I do have faith that everything will get figured out. Hopefully Um, I heard that there's talk of us joining like the ACC. Um, I'm not really like, sure what that would mean for like travel and stuff the dual meets that might be kind of inconvenient but it's better than having no place to go so um yeah i'm just i'm hoping that everything will figure itself out and gotcha are you like um obviously like stanford doesn't have like really a choice right now i mean because like the, everyone's just leaving them in the in the pack 12 um is that something yeah. <laughs> like do you wish like the pack 12 just could like stay as a whole or are you like pretty fired oh, yeah, up about the ideas like the acc or something no, yeah, I, I really like the Pac-12. I don't get why I had to change, really, but I guess, whatever. Anyways, but yeah, I mean, I really liked competing at the Pac-12. It was always super fun and all the teams together. So, yeah, change is definitely going to be weird. For sure. I, I've been seeing a lot of stuff about, like, um, some people are kind of, like, speaking out about, like, um, all the travel that's going to have to be done for, like, a a Stanford or like uh, a different team in, in the Pac-12 yeah. um, if they go to the ACC and same thing with like the Big Ten getting like Oregon mm-hmm. and, and Washington I was wondering like so as a fan for me I like it because like I obviously I don't have to board the plane I can just turn my TV yeah. on and, and watch the Hawks play Oregon I think it's sweet but like as an athlete um, is that like something that concerns you is having to do all that tra- extra travel, maybe have a dual meet in Miami yeah. or Pittsburgh for say. Yeah, it's definitely inconvenient. I feel like it's less 
in communion as far as like athletics athletic it's less con- like concerning athletically to me than more like academically just because we're already missing so much school like especially with swimming we're like a winter sport but we also train in the fall and then like spring we're getting ready for like the international meet so like there's never really an off season so the fact that we'd be traveling so much in the fall and winter like I don't know what that would mean for like classes especially since in the fall usually at least for me is when I would take I would try to take the most courses and kind of load up during that season because it doesn't matter as much like winter is NCs and spring you're trying to compa- like prepare for like the international meet so it's like the like the second half I feel like is kind of like the really important chunk of training and racing so it would definitely make school a lot more inconvenient gotcha is there anything you think that's like that you really miss about the Pac-12 like that's like vintage Pac-12 swimming because like when I think of like the Big Ten in football I think of like tough Midwestern cold run the ball and then you think of another conference like the Big 12 all right we're not gonna play defense over there so swimming is a little different because obviously like swimming is swimming but is there anything like like Pac-12 swimming do you think that like separates it from or makes it better or cooler than like Big Ten swimming or ACC swimming um I don't really know I mean I guess uh, racing's gonna be different because it's gonna be all indoors, which is something that's there. You go, yeah, different. yeah. I guess like that's a separator between like the West Coast and here is that most of them are indoors here. At least the California schools, not all the Pac-12 are indoors. But yeah, I hope that we're in the same conferences like Cal and I don't really know. I guess we're not gonna be in the same conferences. I'm not really sure, but like, I think like USC is, are they going to the big 10? USC is going to the big 10. Yes. Yeah. So I guess we would be in a different conference from them, which would be kind of sad, but yeah, it's, I don't know. It would definitely be different. For sure. Uh, Yes. So if you could like make your own conference with all this talk going on, what teams would you put? What would be like your ultimate conference? Oh, I have, (laughs) I have no idea. I do really like Cal. Uh, I don't really know who else I would choose just because of like the distance. I know who I would like to race. Like UVA is always really fun to race just because they have such great swimmers. And I feel like they, I feel like whenever you race the best, like it kind of brings out the best in you. So I really like racing UVA. Um, Obviously the distance is not as fun. I really like the people on NC state. Um, So yeah, I don't really know what I would do if I, or to put together a conference. I gotcha. Well, it sounds like you, if Stanford joins the ACC, maybe at least you'll get a chance to race um, a couple of their schools a couple more times um, yeah. with Virginia and who else? Yeah. Did you, Um, are you from Virginia? Yeah, I am from Virginia. I'm from like just outside of DC in Arlington. Gotcha. So is that like a pro for it? Like, do you still have family back there or? I do. Yeah. My parents live there. Gotcha. So may- maybe they can see in a couple extra dual mates or something. They probably would be able to visit me more. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So kind of talking about um, this next year for you. So you're taking the, uh, you're taking the year off of school. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. Gotcha. So what do you, what's like a day in the life of like Tori as a Stanford swimmer going to classes, take us through it. Maybe like, wake up whenever I go to class here, swim again, train mm-hmm. versus like what this next year is going to be like. Yeah. Uh, during when I swim, 
and have school i mean i wake up like this is like a double day like a monday wednesday yeah. friday day so i would wake up and go to morning practice then i go to breakfast and i would go to class for however long i think that in the spring i had like less than 30 minutes to like get to the dining hall after practice and then go to class so it was kind of a tight turnaround so i would always do my lunch in class in the spring quarter and then i would go eat lunch if i have time i mean naps save me so i'll try to take a nap and then there's practice again at 3 or 3 30 it depends like what day it is and then i would go to dinner sometimes i would go to office hours if it's like i think i usually went like on fridays and stuff like that so but this year i won't have to do any of that so right now i'm just moving in but when I in this year, I'm hoping that instead of class, I can just like nap and rest and recover, and then also do a lot of like fun projects that I want to do, like little like artsy things. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to like kind of elaborate on that, like some of the stuff you want to do in your free time, like because school took up such a big portion of your life. Yeah, I actually have a list. I can just read it. Yes, yeah, <laughs> for you if you want. Mm-mm-mm. That'd be perfect. So, oh. One of them was like making earrings just because um, one of the girls on the team, Charlotte Hook, she like does that and she has like all these beads for it. And I thought I thought that'd be fun to do. Oh, another thing that I've been wanting to get into is like printmaking. Like I forgot what it's called. It starts with a Lionel, something like that. And then I like I want to stamp it on a bunch of tote bags and stuff and then like give them out to people. I think that'd be really fun to make. Um, maybe I could like go on hikes, get into surfing. One of my friends goes surfing and maybe I could go on Sundays now because in the past I would always be so busy and that would be like my grind day. Like I would just do homework. Right. So maybe I could do that and start. I don't, I'm not, I'm not really good at surfing though. I've never, I've only done it once. So it'd be a learning thing. There you go. Yeah. And then like, maybe like knitting, painting, baking. I like, like to bleach dye sweatshirts and like make designs on them. So that would be kind of fun. And then lots of like reading just like I want to make like I think like pop-up books are kind of fun so I could do like something with that like journaling pottery oh I want to take a pottery class in the area so I still have to like sign up for that um like thrifting and upcycling clothes maybe I could take a class but I'm not really sure like at a community college or something and I think there's also glass blowing classes in the area so I might look into that I was thinking about learning how to like solder and like make rings, but also that might be a little bit ambitious for me. I don't know. I don't have any background in that, but I feel like YouTube could teach me if I really wanted to. YouTube can teach you anything. It seems like these days. Yeah. (laughs) And then canotyping clothes, which is like the like sun printing. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Well, yeah. Um, Explain (laughs) it. Explain to someone like me that doesn't know or someone listening. It's just like how like old photography used to develop, I feel like, where you like put something in the sun and then you like put other things over top of it and then it leaves like the the shape of like the thing that was on top of it. And I feel like you could do that with like flowers or something and then put that like on clothing or bag or like shoes or something. Cool. So do you have to use like an old camera like to take the picture or like Mm -hmm. you have like this um I don't know. It's like this like dye kind of that you like soak in it and then you like put something out in the sun and you put stuff over top of it and then you like rinse it out. And then, yeah. So that's basically my whole list though. 
Yeah, it seems like you've got so much cut out for you already. Yeah, <laughs> I just hope that I don't like just lie in my bed this year because I feel like that's also a possibility um, if I'm like really tired from training. But hopefully I have the energy to like do stuff. Yeah, it'll be that's probably awesome. perfect for your mental health as well. Yeah, it'll be a nice break. I feel like I'm already living life like kind of on easy mode this year like everything is very relaxed so yeah. yeah i always find it interesting to hear like what um pro swimmers do and stuff in their free time we were talking to um hunter armstrong big magic That's, guy yeah. Just, yeah. just just goes home and works on his magic for hours on end so um yeah. everyone's got something yeah that's cool to um to do that um all right luke should we transition back to fukuoka yeah, world champs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so you took us through the 100 fly. So kind of go through the relays because you were swimming a lot in prelims and then kind of were you taking them off for finals? Am I right? Yeah, yeah I, I had a rough one um, in the mixed medley. I had like a really rough swim. Uh, I messed up. Like I almost DQ'd the relay when I like started because I like swung my arms too early. And then like I did like this like weird half step so that I wouldn't um dive in and it yep. my back off <laughs> i dove in like vertical and then i just freaked out the rest of the race and kind of like abandoned my race plan not intentionally but that's ended that ended up being what happened yeah. and it just like fell apart so um that definitely like rattled my confidence a little bit and i wasn't having the best meet in general so i was mostly on the prelims relays gotcha yeah. how do you kind of like look past a um a race that maybe you weren't like super happy with like what's your go-to of like all right we're putting this one in the rear view mirror like do you have any like strategies you like to use or anything or i think that calling greg was really helpful and just like talking to people who you know like really care about you it's like kind of comforting so that's kind of what i did and luckily i had a full day to like recover in between like mentally and physically after that race before I had another individual swim. So I had a lot of time and I think that was kind of key. Gotcha. Yeah. So, and kind of like talking about like a long, like the world championships is a long, a long meet. Um, mm -hmm. Like how, how many days is it like totally eight or nine or 10 or something? Uh, I feel like 10, but I don't even remember. It's like eight or 10. Yeah. Yeah. What are like some things you would like, um, kind of give advice to someone that's maybe doing a long meet or what are some things you do yourself like to maintain mentally and physically through such a long meet? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that warming down is obviously really important, especially when it's a long meet. And then I always take a two hour nap in between prelims and finals. And I think that really helps. And USA swimming, we're really blessed to have an amazing staff and like, massage therapists and stuff like that so I always get like a massage after each session if I can so um kind of just like focusing on your recovering and like fueling yourself too so yeah and then what are like some things that like you maybe took away from from those relays performances that you're gonna look look at maybe look back and say I want to do this or I like that I did that or I want to work on that Mm -hmm. I think the the main thing that I learned is that one, my relay starts definitely still need work. And then two, just like, I have to like really hunker down and like dedicate myself this year. Gotcha. 
What else we got, Luke? Luke, what do you got? Uh, just kind of like going into like since you're going to take this gap year, what is uh what are some of the big meets you want to head up? So obviously Olympic trials, um, and Olympics. So what else are you looking forward to? We were talking about going to the World Cup. I'm not really sure exactly if I'm able to go yet or like how many um, sites I would go to. I don't know what they're really called, but because I think one's in like Athens, Berlin, and then I'm not really sure about the third one. But um, we were talking about going to the first two possibly, but honestly, that's still not 100% figured out. Um, Winter Nationals, I think that the Texas invite, the pros are allowed to like swim in finals. So that's something I might go to too. And a lot of the tier pro series meets for in the second half of the year, Greg was talking about doing those. So I think that those are kind of the things that are on the table for right now. I gotcha. And then like for the meets you want to like taper for, what's your ideal taper time between meets? I don't really taper that long. I feel like maybe I taper a weekish, but I think that, this year, it was really tough in between world champ trials and worlds just because we only had two weeks in between. So yeah. I couldn't really like go up in my volume in my training when I feel like I really needed to at the time just because I think I was a little bit out of shape in the spring quarter just because I was like so tired all the time. Like Greg said that he would sometimes like see me at practice and I would just have to like, he was like, I, I just had to give you a couple minutes to like collect yourself before you like dove in the water. Cause I was just so exhausted from class. So um, I think I was school definitely took a toll on me in the spring. And I think that it also showed in the water. So I think we kind of like dialed it back a little bit in the spring. So I needed to kind of build up and then I wasn't really able to. But, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you'll come back next year super strong, though. That gap year, I can already see it. I'm super excited. <laughs> Luke, let's go. Luke's there, seeing things through. Um, what yeah. is kind of your practices going to look like? A uh, long course versus um short course. Like, is that going to change a lot? Like how you practice? Because obviously, like you're not doing school, but your is your practices going to change and mm -hmm. how you train? Going to be doing more long course or? Yeah, yeah I'm definitely going to be doing more long course in the. NCAA season on Tuesdays and Thursdays, it's always short course. And instead, I'm going to do those long course. But my like Monday, Wednesday, Friday afternoons will still be short course yards, like power stuff. So I'm so I'm definitely going to get my long course in. I think that mornings are usually more long course too, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Sometimes they're short. It kind of varies, but I will be doing more of that. Gotcha. Absolutely. Well, that was what we had. Now we just kind of got some rapid fire fun questions okay. <laughs> um we'll throw at you so yeah, luke so, lucas kick us off yeah so favorite meat snack meats oh um i think that i really like those like chews and like gummy things that are probably just sugar but they taste really good like, like the some of the gatorade like, ones or the the goose yeah, the gatorade ones or like the cliff bar blocks are really Got good it. they always oh, have yeah, yeah, yeah. say team trips so i really like those yeah uh what are you jamming to behind the blocks or just like to prep yeah i always listen to music when i'm doing my like um dynamic stretching so sometimes i'll listen to some queen or like i'll listen to a reputation like taylor swift Gotcha. Uh, I have like other pump up songs, but yeah. 
Gotcha. What's it, the number one what number one pump up song? Um I don't have I think my number one in general is just Reputation. Like her whole like most of her album, not New Year's Day, that one's too slow. But yeah. Did you get a chance to to see uh, Taylor Swift in no, in concert? I didn't. I was gonna try to go over spring break because I knew that that was the one time I would be able to see her and I wasn't able to get tickets and then the rest of the year I just had school and then like training and then me and stuff so I wasn't able to but I haven't completely given up hope that I'll be able to see her yet because she's going international and stuff so hopefully I'll get to see her then I really want to. There you go. Do you know who also is a T Swift fan? Uh, Max McHugh. We found out he's a big oh, holy, really? <laughs> holy, holy ground type of guy. Um, if yeah. you could swim with anyone, dead or alive, who would you swim with? So I would say, like, you can you can say Abe Lincoln. I, I want to get laps with you, and he he gets the ability to um you know to do some laps or Michael Phelps, whoever you want, any person in the world, living or non living, you can do laps with him. Oh geez, I don't even know who i would want to swim with <laughs> um we can come back if you want okay <laughs> i don't really know who i would want to swim with i was yeah i don't know <laughs> sorry that's uh, not a good answer but that's all right we'll no, come back to it at the end and if you still can't get yeah. it we'll we'll move on yeah so you've swam like your best of the best so who's the coolest person you've swam and we're just going to put it is, is in the same pool I feel like Katie Ledecky, I mean, she's the go, obviously. So yeah. she's she's also like a really amazing person, but she's really cool swimmer. Gotcha. And what's a one piece of advice you would give to someone watching? Um, with about swimming or it, it's a, like, anything. anything. Life. Yeah, anything. I feel like as long as you dedicate yourself that you can achieve pretty much anything. Gotcha. All right, Luke, you got anything else? Yeah, just in case she thought of a who who she wants to swim with. Um, I don't really know who I would choose, but I will say that I do miss swimming with my friend Mac McConaughey. She goes to Wisconsin, and we trained with um COVID year, so I guess I miss swimming with her. Well, that that counts. That works. That um, (laughs) that's a great answer. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's all we got. Tori, you got anything else for us? Nope, that's it for me. Thank you. All right. Yeah, episode good. 31 in the books. Thanks for joining us. Congrats on um, an amazing world championships. I know a lot of you, maybe it wasn't something you were like super stoked about, but at the end of the day, like me and Luke are always fired up when we can get someone on that won a world championship medal. That's a freaking awesome accomplishment. And yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. 